Hello, this is Steve Signs, your ATL Sherpa. Welcome to another edition of my podcast and newsletter. The title of this week's episode is Microsoft, Generational Game Changer for Atlanta. I'll be talking about uh, the big announcement and the potential impact for Atlanta. But before we get into uh, today's episode, I'd like to let you know that, as promised, I'm sharing my Google Earth Map and Tour with the ATL Sherpa community first. Uh, I also wanted to let you know that I have scheduled a second live virtual tour on Saturday, March 27th at 10 o'clock in the morning, and that's to discuss the Microsoft announcement. I'll be using my new Google Earth Map and Tour to conduct that virtual tour. Uh, that's, that should be a lot, a lot of fun and, and very interesting. Um, the links for both the Google Earth Tour as well as this event are here in the newsletter. So let's get to it. This is bigger than I thought. Now that I have had a chance to digest the big announcement, I'm convinced that Microsoft's decision to purchase 90 acres in northwest Atlanta and build a new corporate campus is even bigger and more important than I first thought. This decision to go big in Atlanta has the potential to put our city on a new trajectory, similar to what we witnessed after the 1996 Olympics. To help people understand the significance of this decision by Microsoft, I created an immersive virtual tour on Google Earth, and this exercise gave me a greater appreciation for what is about to happen to Atlanta. This is big. This is really big. My big aha has actually been 35 years in the making. I have been following Microsoft since it went public on March 13, 1986. That's 35 years ago this Saturday. I was a newly minted stockbroker who had just moved to Atlanta from Tallahassee after finishing up at FSU. I got a call one day from one of my clients who owned a small technology company in Norcross, and he asked me if I could get him some shares of some company that was about to go public. I asked him for the name, and he said Microsoft. I had never heard of it, but I assured him that I would do whatever I could to get him some shares of this new stock. And before we hung up, I remember him telling me to look up something called MS-DOS. I had never heard of that either, but I did look it up, and I learned something very interesting. You know, it's funny how you remember fleeting conversations like that after so many years. That one stuck with me. In any event, that IPO turned out to be a hot stock, which means that it was very difficult to get shares. But somehow, I managed to finagle 25 shares for my client. And just for curiosity, I just calculated, with the help of Microsoft's website, how much those 25 shares, which cost my client $720, would be worth today. The answer? A cool $1.7 million. And therein lies the first clue as to why this announcement by Microsoft is such a big deal for Atlanta. This was my big aha this week. The Microsoft Corporation is a generational wealth creation machine. 
Imagine if every child in America was given $1,000 worth of Microsoft when they were born. Imagine if those shares were placed in an investment trust so that the child and his or her parents could not access the funds until the child turned 21. If we could add $1,000 per year to that trust fund, that would be even better. Now, consider what that investment fund would be worth when the child turns 21. More importantly, think about what that would do to the wealth gap in America. I know it sounds crazy, but as Einstein once said, if we want to solve the significant problems we face, we have to get to a new level of thinking. This, my friends, is a new level of thinking. Microsoft is a company, and its stock is a vehicle that can get us there. I've included a chart here in the newsletter. It's a comparative stock price chart of the performance of Microsoft stock going back 10 years. And I, I plotted uh, the Microsoft against uh, nine other companies that are all based here in Atlanta. These are the nine largest companies in the Fortune 100. Companies like Delta and Coca-Cola, uh, Genuine Parts, uh, NCR, Norfolk Southern, which is moving their headquarters here right now, uh, Southern Company, and UPS. And Microsoft, by far, outperformed all other companies. Uh, Home Depot was the second highest performer over this 10-year period, and Microsoft outperformed Home Depot, I'm talking about the stock price, by 250 percentage points. So uh, you can take a look at, at, at the char uh, chart for your leisure, but it kind of gives you a sense of just uh, what, what a, an extraordinary company Microsoft is, certainly the stock. Meanwhile, back in 2021, obviously I got to know Microsoft much better over the years, uh, and I've been a loyal customer since I got my first personal computer, which ironically was about the time they went public. Uh, and as you can see from the photo above, uh, it was a behemoth of a machine. And just to let you know that I'm still a loyal customer, I am creating this newsletter on a Windows-based laptop that weighs about one one-hundredth uh, of that old beast and I'm sure has 100,000 times more computing power. The next image in the newsletter uh, is called Microsoft by the Numbers, and you can read the, the chart for yourself, but I wanted to point out a couple of data points. In 2020, Microsoft had revenues of $143 billion and their market cap, which is the value of all their shares that are outstanding right now, as of a couple of days ago, was $1.7 That makes Microsoft the second most valuable company in the Standard & Poor's 500. That is, the value of the company, of all of its shares, is the second largest in the Standard & Poor's 500. In short, Microsoft is a financial powerhouse. And in addition to being a wealth creation machine through its stock, Microsoft is extremely unique among America companies. In fact, among companies throughout the world, including the ones uh, on that stock chart above. 
And this is a subtle but profound advantage that Microsoft alone enjoys. Virtually every major company in the world, not to mention educational institutions and government agencies, including the U.S. government, use Microsoft products such as Office, Outlook, Teams, and others that I'm sure you've heard of. And honestly, the term use doesn't really do justice to the relationship that they have with Microsoft. These businesses and organizations depend on Microsoft. They run on Microsoft products. If you get a chance, take a look at the video that I've included here in the newsletter. It's uh, about a new virtual reality platform that Microsoft announced just a few days ago at their uh, annual conference, which is called Microsoft Ignite. Um, it, it, the name of the new platform is called Microsoft Mesh, and this will give you a glimpse into the future, our future, the future of work. This is a tool that's going to allow people to collaborate remotely in a virtual world environment. And this is the type of technology that Microsoft is working on and, and bringing to market as we speak. And you'll hear me talk about this more. But one thing I've learned over the years, and, and especially the last couple of days, is I've really sort of, you know, dusted off the, the research on Microsoft. Uh, the future is coming a lot faster than most people think. And as I'm sure you've heard, the pandemic uh, of 2020 has accelerated our trajectory into the future. It's coming at us a lot faster than most people think. And Microsoft and other companies are literally on the leading edge of this and and during the pandemic their business has accelerated considerably as companies around the world are literally scrambling to move their businesses and their and their um operations to the cloud and and we'll talk more about that in just a second here but that's one of uh Microsoft's sort of big advantages here so uh as you learn more about this company, you, what you're going to find out is that in addition to their productivity products like Microsoft Office, PowerPoint, and others that we use every day, that many of us use every day, Microsoft in the last five to ten years has really become a leader in cloud computing and other what I call future advancing technologies like artificial, artificial intelligence and virtual reality. By building these types of platforms and bringing them to market, Microsoft is literally helping billions of people prepare for and adapt to the digital age. The people of Microsoft and the innovations that they bring into existence will continue to impact our lives and businesses in a profound way for generations to come. I would go one step further and say that without Microsoft's products and services, many businesses and institutions around the world would come to a grinding halt. Folks, this is no ordinary company that has decided to make a big bet on Atlanta. 
by purchasing those 90 acres just three miles from the city's core to build a sprawling corporate campus. This is no ordinary company. Multi-generational impact. It's still very, very early. In fact, we're not even in the first inning when it comes to the development at Quarry Yards. We're not even in the ballpark yet. But I think, given what we know about this company and their track record and the nature of their business, I think we can begin to envision the impact that Microsoft is going to have on the city of Atlanta in the in the years and decades ahead. And I've summarized those in a chart that's uh, here in the newsletter. On the left, I have some of Microsoft at, uh, of the company's attributes. The size, we talked about the size there. Uh, their financial strength, we talked a little bit about that. The nature of their business, these future advancing technologies, uh, their ESG orientation. I'm going to talk more about that in a minute. And their commitment to Atlanta. We know they have made a multi-decade, and, and this is going to involve, you know, tremendous amounts of capital that are going to be invested in the city of Atlanta. All of those attributes are going to are going to result in in various what I'm I'm calling potential impact on Atlanta, and I've I've listed a few of those jobs. I mean that's kind of a no brainer. That's that's the sort of the low hanging fruit. They're going to generate a lot of a lot of jobs. Microsoft already by the end of this year they estimate they're going to have about twenty five hundred jobs here in Atlanta, and most of these are pretty high paying jobs. Um, they, they actually have a, a website where you can go on and look at their existing job openings. And I looked at this a couple of days ago. Currently, this is before Atlantic Yards uh, comes online. That's the new facility in Atlantic Station. They have over 300 jobs open right now. And most of those are technical jobs, software engineers, product managers, uh, things like that, and uh, high-paying jobs. And, and, and they're going to be adding a lot more over the next few years as the Quarry Yards facility comes online. Affordable housing is another potential impact. They announced that as part of their Quarry Yards development, they, they purchased 90 acres, as you may know. They've said that they are going to uh, allocate or set aside 25% of that land, so which is about 20 acres, to build affordable housing and other community supporting and community development uh, facilities, and and my understanding is they're going to build that first before they start building their corporate offices. Education and digital skills development, I mean, they've already stated that, and if you know anything about Microsoft or Bill and Melinda Gates through their foundation, education is a is one of their passions and has been for decades. This company has been in the schools all over the world for decades. They provide technology, hardware, software, training. Uh, so I think the schools in Atlanta, and I'm talking about everything from you know, early public schools to the colleges and universities, the trade schools, all types of, of educational institutions, I think can, can, can count on support from Microsoft, be that hardware, software, um, funds, funding, uh, training, 
Uh, and that's really, really good news because that's what prepares people for the digital age. And that's, like I said, the digital age is coming at us a lot faster than people think. Artificial intelligence is going to displace a lot of the entry-level workers. And if they don't have the digital skills that they need to get digitally-based jobs, uh, it's going to compound uh, the 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 wealth gap and the the economic gap that currently exists in this country and and again the pandemic has really uh brought this whole issue uh of the gap uh to the forefront so this is this is extremely good news for Atlanta community development uh they've already mentioned that they're going to be uh, supporting our community through affordable housing but another more maybe more subtle but very important way that Microsoft can help and, and make an impact on Atlanta is by supporting the existing ecosystem of nonprofits and foundations that already exist and are already working in Atlanta on social issues and economic issues and affordable housing issues and all the other things that uh, that have to be addressed. So uh, and, and that support could come in the way of again hardware, software, technical uh, consulting. Uh, and maybe even funding. So I think the the nonprofit ecosystem here in Atlanta can can look forward to a lot of support from Microsoft. I've got infrastructure listed here, and I believe uh, because of the location of Quarry Yards, which is really a strategic location, it's it's kind of at the crossroads of several important trail systems and transit systems. It's right next to the Bankhead Station. Um, it's also literally uh, thousands, a few thousand yards from the Atlanta Beltline Corridor, and I'm talking about both the multi-use trail as well as future transit. It's uh, the, the Proctor Creek Trail comes through there. Uh, all of that, there is, it kind of intersects right there next to Quarry Yards, which is their property. And, and then you have Donnelly Hollowell Parkway, which is the east-west corridor. I'm talking about traffic corridor. It's a, it's a main artery that runs from basically downtown out to Quarry Yards and beyond, all the way out. Uh, it goes out to 285 and beyond uh, to points west. So, And, and those of you that, that kind of know the street grid system in Atlanta know that Donnelly Hollowell Parkway, as you head east through the city, eventually kind of connects with North Avenue, which is one of the smart corridors in Atlanta. I think we can expect a, quote, smart corridor to be constructed from the Beltline, Pont City Market area, on North Avenue, all the way out to Quarry Yards. At a minimum, I think you're going to see that built as a completely as a smart corridor, which is is one that is going to accommodate autonomous vehicles and electric transit, that is going to be. Uh, I, I've said this many times in the last few in the last few years. I believe Donnelly Hollowell Parkway is going to be the next Memorial Drive. It it actually is. It's happening right before our eyes right now. And this announcement by Microsoft has accelerated that. And, and these are all the things I talk about in my new Google Earth tour, by the way. So if you get a chance to uh, to tune in on March 27th, I'm going to go into a lot more detail about all these things. So. 
infrastructure. You can expect Microsoft to support infrastructure in lots of ways, technology, funding, again, consulting, uh, any, any number of ways. And then the last potential impact, and this one's an intangible, but I think it's very significant. It, I, I list it as global visibility. Microsoft's decision to move into Atlanta in such a big way is going to raise the visibility of the city of Atlanta around the world. Again, if you think about Microsoft's business connections, the corporate connections, government connections around the world, it's almost by by association. The fact that Microsoft has made this bet on Atlanta in such a big way raises the stature, the credibility, and and uh, and the visibility of this city around the world. And I'm, I'm I liken this to what happened to Atlanta before and after the 1996 Olympics. That event, and even just the announcement of that event, when it was announced that Atlanta was going to host the 1996 Olympics. The visibility of Atlanta went up significantly. The credibility, the stature of Atlanta, and it literally put the city on a new trajectory. I believe that this announcement by Microsoft is going to have the same effect. I believe this move, this this investment by Microsoft, is going to place Atlanta on a new trajectory, and it you know it's already it's already become a tech hub an innovation hub for the Southeast. But I think this has the potential of really catapulting this city to a whole new level as a, one of the great leaders, uh, technology and innovation centers for the digital age. In fact, I, I'm certain of that. The last section here talks about Microsoft's track record as a pioneer in CSR and ESG. And if you're not up to speed on the acronyms that, that they use on Wall Street these days, uh, it's CSR stands for Corporate Social Responsibility. And ESG stands for Environmental, Social, and Governance. These are two related concepts, and they're a big deal right now. It's, it's a really big deal on Wall Street and in the investment community. Companies today are expected, really required, to, to behave and operate in a socially responsible way for lots of valid reasons. But, you know, the pandemic has really put uh, the turbochargers on this trend. And the same with this environmental, social, and governance. ESG is, is kind of a filter that investors use to evaluate companies. And it looks at factors like, um, you know, the, the company's carbon footprint. Um, how they treat employees, how they treat uh, the supply chain, there's the suppliers in their supply chain, um, how they how they take care of their employees physically through health and safety measures as well as economically and financially through benefits packages and things like that. And it also uh, has to do with uh, the culture of the company. Does the company uh, foster a culture uh, of innovation? And all of these things are, are really front and center right now in the investment world. Well, the good news is Microsoft has been a, has been operating like this, you know, in, in, in a corporate, socially responsible way 
and they've been very tuned into ESG. For decades, they were doing this way before this became a thing on Wall Street. So this is really good news for Atlanta for lots of reasons. Like I said earlier, the fact that they give back to the community, that they invest in the community, but but they're also an exemplar, you know, a model for other companies, uh, and 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 they will probably uh, serve in that capacity here for companies around Atlanta. And again, just exceedingly good news for Atlanta on on many levels. Here's here's the bottom line: if you want to understand the impact that Microsoft is going to have on Atlanta over the next decade or two and beyond, like I said, this is in, this is multi generational. But if you really want to understand the potential impact, you have to understand this company. You have to understand what it does. You have to understand how it operates. You have to understand, you have to get your brain around its financial wherewithal. It's, it's so enormous that it's hard to get our brain around it. Again, this is no ordinary company that has made a big bet on Atlanta. So to help you do that, to help you get up to speed on these these things about the company, I've included some links here and a couple of charts. Um, here I've got um, one chart that is from their 2020 CSR report, which is the Corporate Social Responsibility Report. I, I encourage you to download this one. And then below that, there's another chart that is from their 2020 Global Diversity and Inclusion Report. Again, you click on the link and you'll download the report. These are, you know, 15, 20 page reports that talk about all the things that Microsoft, the company, is doing in these areas, right? And it's it's all about, you know, walking the walk, right? There's a lot of companies that, that talk a, a good game. This is a company that walks the walk. So again, I encourage you to get to know this company as well as you can. I mean, you don't have to become a software engineer but you really should have a working knowledge and understanding of what makes this company unique because it's a big deal. And that's that's really what's going to determine the impact that they're going to have on Atlanta over time. So here's the bottom line. This is a multi-generational opportunity. I have said this to many of my friends over the last couple of weeks. I don't recall... I've been in Atlanta since 1985, and I do not recall a more significant announcement, one that that has the potential to change the trajectory of Atlanta in those 35 years. The only other one I can compare it to is the 1996 Olympics. And I I think um, the build-out of Quarry Yards and Quarry Hills, which is going to unfold over, they're saying a decade, I wouldn't be surprised if it's 15 to 20 years is going to have a, an enormous economic and social impact on this city, uh, the likes of which we haven't seen maybe ever, because I think this could be even bigger uh, than the Olympics in, in certain respects, given that we're on the, the cusp of the digital age. And, and Microsoft, man, talk about timing. It's like they could not have come at a better time. And that leads me to my last point. I believe 
that the city of Atlanta and others have, have written about this in the last couple of years, but I think the pandemic really, again, has accelerated this like so many things. The city of Atlanta is on a strategic, is at a strategic inflection point. And especially these neighborhoods in Northwest Atlanta, which surround the Quarry Yards property. I really believe that on many levels, Microsoft is uniquely positioned to transform Northwest Atlanta in a very positive way, in a profound way. So thank you for your interest in ATL Sherpa. I hope you enjoyed this this discussion. Um, please uh, share the newsletter with others if, if you think it's helpful. And again, I would encourage you to tune in on March 27th at 10 o'clock for my virtual tour. Uh, I'm going to use that Google Earth uh, tour, which has got 30 stops, and we're going to take a look at all of the all of these things that I've been talking about uh, that are around uh, what I call the Northwest sector. And I'm going to talk about sort of the two-way impact, how you know many of the things that are happening out there are what led Microsoft to buy this property, frankly. I mean, it's, it's a very exciting part of town right now when you look at what's happening around it. And then as Microsoft begins to build out their facility at Quarry Yards and Quarry Hills, it is going to have... It's going to radiate out to these other things, and it's going to positively impact. And I'm talking about everything from developments to areas of town to colleges and universities, trail systems, transit systems. That's what we talk about on March 27th. And at the very bottom of the newsletter, last but not least, I've included some links to the uh, my Google Earth tour, to the March 27th meeting. Um, there's a dashboard that Microsoft has created called Microsoft in Atlanta, where you can keep up with what what, what they're doing. Um, and there's a link to a piece I wrote uh, when they first made the announcement called Microsoft's Big Announcement. So again, thank you so much for your, your interest in ATL Sherpa. I really appreciate it. I hope you have a great day, and I hope you have a great weekend. This is Steve with ATL Sherpa.